everyone, welcome back to QSR Nation, your weekly source of food service marketing and business strategies for success. Here are your hosts, Josh, Beth, Tony, and Grant from the PFS Brands National Headquarters in Holt Summit, Missouri. Hey everybody, welcome back to QSR Nation. As always, we have Josh, Beth, and Tony in the QSR Nation National Headquarters, or in PFS Brands National Headquarters in Hulsa, Missouri. Grant is out today, but he'll be back next week. Um, today, we're honored to have Jay Wilkinson, the CEO and founder of Firespring. Jay, welcome to the podcast. It's uh, my pleasure to be here. Thanks for the invitation. Great, great. Um, now, do you just kind of want to tell us a little bit your background and how you got to be where you're at now? Sure, I am... Uh a uh, lifelong entrepreneur. I uh, grew up in a family of entrepreneurs, like uh, like a lot of us weird people that think it's cool to go out and fail over and over again. <laughs> um, and uh, I started uh, several companies, probably I think about eight companies by the time I graduated from college, and I finally settled on something that worked, and uh, it grew pretty fast. I moved to New York City and uh, published a magazine there for several years. Uh, then I moved back to Nebraska. I grew up in farm and ranch country in central Nebraska. And uh, my, my great-grandfather actually was a good friend of Buffalo Bill. That's how far oh, back we go wow. there on the plains in Nebraska. <laughs> and and, uh, uh, and then I, I've been building ever since then a, uh, a software-as-a-service business and uh, an interactive agency that helps mostly for – uh, uh, for-profit companies that are more focused on their why than their what, so impact or purpose-driven businesses, and then also large nonprofit organizations. That's where we focus. Awesome. So um, obviously, Fire Springs based in Central Oklahoma. Then uh, we are we are in. Oh, no, uh, sorry, Nebraska. Sorry about that. Lincoln, Nebraska. No, but Central Oklahoma <laughs> is like our arch nemesis in football for over a hundred years. So nice. Um, the best way to get right at us is to, is to claim we're Oklahoman. <laughs> I'm, I'm, glad I, I'm glad I could do that to start the show. Yeah. <laughs> now we've got everyone at ease. We're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Aaron, you're doing a lot of work with business, like you said, um, in both nonprofit and uh, for-profit entities. Um, one of the key things, obviously, for any business to be strong is uh, to have a solid branding. And... Mm-hmm. Where do you think that you can give help to customers to know like where they need to take their, their branding uh, to, how they need to build it from the ground up, and, and why it's important to have solid branding for any business? Yeah, you know, I, I kind of see this as, as a core foundational exercise in who you are and what you stand for and why you are who you are as the first step to, to, to really establishing a compelling brand and a, and a brand that in 2018 and beyond people want to align themselves with. And so what, what I'm talking about there is um, companies that, again, going back to what, what I started with, companies that exist more for their why than their what. And it's not something that you can, you know, just one day say, you know, hey, what, let, let's come up with a brand that, uh, you know, that makes us look like we give tons back to the community or we care about the environment or whatever, while you're spewing sewage into the canal behind you know, the business. It doesn't work that way. In today's world with Glassdoor and everything else that exists for employees and for, um, and for potential customers, 
uh, you know, tools like Yelp and others, you can't hide. They're, they're, we're, we're all in glass houses. So in my opinion, the first step to establishing a solid brand is to start by, by looking in and starting from the inside out and making sure that, that we start um, by establishing a truly genuine and sincere principle that we're here to make a difference, whatever that means for your brand or for your business. Uh, whether it's in, in the lives of your employees or in the lives of the customers you serve or uh, by, by elevating humanity in some way, whatever it is, how, however your business product or brand um, helps the communities that you serve, we start there. So I, I always believe that you know, w- whenever we're talking with someone about you know, the process of, of branding and building a brand and a brand story, it always starts from the inside out without question. And then, and only then, can you start to do the work on how to elevate that. Well, and that's exactly you know point on because you know if you really understand what your purpose is, not only can you build a stronger, better business, but you build one that has longevity in mind, uh, and also one that attracts talent that want to be a part of that purpose. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and there's so many ways. To do that, you can uh, you know, invite your your uh, your customers and the advocates of your your brand or your business to become part of your story. You can uh, um, connect with them about the things that they care about, and uh, you can you can tell stories about the people you serve. So you know there are so many ways to pull your your the important customers and the brand advocates into your brand story, um, and so many ways you can do that. But it always starts with the why. Yeah, that's very Simon sinek as well. He always talks about the why as well. Now, um, I 100% agree. I also think, though, as if you're a young entrepreneur starting up or you're starting a new business, you better have that passion, that why behind you because if you're just focused on um, the what or the money at the end of the rainbow, you're never going to stick through it through all those failures. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I think despite what Mr. Wonderful says on Shark Tank, um, <laughs> It is not all about the money, and it's not all about the profit. And uh, I think the minute any client customer um, feels that your brand or your business is all about that, they um, are going to go another direction. Uh, And and it's becoming more and more evident every year that goes by. And I'm not a huge fan of making all the millennial distinctions. I think that, you know, we're all humans. We all make decisions and have differences just you know, based on where we grow up and you know the the, the conditions we grow up in and all of those things. Um, so I, I I don't say this is a millennial thing, but again, every single year that goes by, we see this continue to elevate over and over and over again. The importance of companies uh, and brands making sure that they are aligned with the positive outcomes that the people that they serve want to see. Well, I mean, we talked about an earlier podcast um, a couple of weeks back about, you know, we're kind of giving our predictions for 2019, and, and one thing we all talked about was authenticity, um, uh-huh. you know, that the strength and the power um, that that, you know, conveys with consumers, um, as well as, you know, potential franchisees, but, but having that, that true purpose and that, that authentic approach uh, to where you're not just out there in it for the money, uh, because people, like you said, they sniff that out, and then you lose brand loyalty, you lose consumers, uh, and then people feel like they're being used versus being a part of something. Yeah, absolutely. And, and 
it, it's kind of sad. I, I feel almost that the word authenticity um, has, be, you know, become so um, inundated uh, in, in so many articles and, and discussions. It's become more of a buzzword lately, and it, it's sad because the the concept or the, the 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 essence behind what we mean by authenticity is as it, it, it's absolutely dead on. So, what are some of the pivotal aspects of building a brand storyline? Well, the first the first aspect of building a brand storyline is being really clear um, as to what your foundational elements are. Um, I, I, I'm a huge believer in um, in the B Corporation movement, um, conscious capitalism, one percent for the planet. The different types of uh, of alignments, because what that does is it helps from a consumer perspective um, identify the the aspect of your brand that is in alignment with what they're looking for. Um, and so, whether or not a company or an organization becomes a member of you know the, the conscious capitalism movement or one percent for the planet or becomes a B Corp, isn't the important part. It's about um, the foundational elements of what those different movements stand for. Um, so the first part of it, to me, is having a a foundational story that um, makes it possible for people to really clearly identify um, with what you know, what what's important to you, and then decide whether or not that's in alignment with what they want. And I'll give you an example. Um, you know, we've all heard about. Uh, the Tom's Shoes example, you know, buy one, they give one. We've all heard mm-hmm. uh, about um, all of the different aspects that uh, businesses do where they give back to the communities, whatever. Here at Firespring, um, our uh, purpose as a business is to leverage our people, our products, and our profit as a force for good. And we do that uh, by giving 1% of our profit, and actually we take 1% of our top-line revenue, nice. and we give it back to the Firespring Foundation, which then supports nonprofits throughout our region. We give 2% of our products away um, by supporting at a very, very high level three, that we call it our Power of Three program, three nonprofit organizations where we give hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of support and marketing um, each year for those three. We, so we're hyper-focused on them. And then 3% of our people, and that's done by having every single employee in our business, more than 200 of us at our headquarters, um, all, every one of them, go out into the community and volunteer one full day every month oh, wow. um, to, a, awesome. to an organization that aligns with their personal mission. So, you know, we don't tell them who to volunteer for. They go choose mm-hmm. something that aligns with them personally. But the point behind that is we have a story and a starting point where we can um, share our power of three, and it's going to resonate with certain people, with, with the clients that we serve, um, and it gives us a framework and the guide rails by which we can take that story and elevate it in so many different directions, so many different ways. So I think having a foundational um, description of the purpose of the business or the organization that's that's uh, expressed in a way that is easy to understand, um, and then that all of the other things that we do for marketing and extending awareness about our products and services to others um, is going to obviously incorporate that baseline um, foundational element of our purpose. You know, I think one thing that just, you know, is very important just to mention is that, you know, not only should the entrepreneur have that mission in, in mind and knowing exactly what they want to do and bring back to the community, is that making sure that you're bringing on board all of the people that are going to support that mission because not only is the owner going to be 
the 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 whole visibility of what that mission is but you need to have all the other voices that are going to be able to support you and be able to get that message out as well because a lot of times they're going to be the ones that are going to be out in the community they're going to be the ones that are going to be talking about your brand so you have to make sure that you do find those brand advocates that are going to be helping you in the future and just like you said earlier about the glass door making sure that everyone understands what that core purpose is mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely so absolutely how do you take that model then and in transfer that into uh say like, like a franchise branding to, to where you can feel like whether it's you know a, a champ's chicken or a mcdonald's or a taco bell you know, in, like in our industry the food service side how do we convey um how we are supporting our our mission our our purpose to the consumer so that they can yeah. really feel like they're a part of something greater than just a purchase I think far too often, um, and I, by the way, I, I own franchises, and, uh, and and it was how I got my start um, with the business we're in now. We, uh, we I, I own printing franchises through Alpha Graphics, um, and I will tell you the number one thing that I did that separated my franchise from um, the you know, from the pack, so to speak, from a marketing perspective, is is I, I'm a huge believer in the concept of R and D. Um, which obviously stands for rip off and duplicate. Um, <laughs> and I'll, I'll share with you that when I started up my franchise, um, this is all the way back in the 90s. Uh, so I'm saying that because for context, it was before the Internet uh, or before Al Gore made it what it is today. <laughs> um, and, and, and I was, I was out and I, I got in my, my car and I traveled all across the United States and I visited more than 100 fellow franchise owners in my system, you know, all, all people that were part of the Alpha Graphics Network at the time. Um, and I walked in cold. I didn't tell them I was coming. I just walked in and said, you know, the owner or manager around, and I introduced myself. Every single place where I went all around the country over the course of about uh, two months took a meeting. You know, they, they all gave me half an hour of the time. And I just asked them, you know, what, what's, the, what's the best thing you've done? What's worked and what hasn't? Um, and then, you know, just going through that process, what hasn't worked? If you could go back to the beginning and start over, what would you do differently? And um, so I did all this, and th- th- this was in the three months leading up to my opening as a store. Um, my business, um, my, my Alpha Graphics store, ended up being the fastest-growing Alpha Graphics franchise in history. Um, it hit a uh, million dollars in recurring, uh, you know, revenue, in annualized revenue, I should say, faster than any store in that in that franchise's history. I'm sure it's been beaten, you know, by now. This was a long time ago. But I attribute a hundred percent of that to the fact, you know, like my grandmother used to say, you have, you know, two ears and one mouth for a reason. Um, listen. And um, this whole prospect of just learning best practices from others, I think too many of us think, well, you know, we need to innovate. We need to create something out of thin air. We need to make something up. Um, and, and I don't believe that that's necessary. So fast forward to um, what I do today with the franchises that, um, that I still have. My brothers and I have several uh, restaurant franchises in the you know, Taco Bell, and KFC, and some, some uh, brands like that. Um, and we can differentiate our stores, um, number one, by making um, a, very, uh, a very deliberate effort to change the customer experience inside the store, number one, to make sure that every single team member feels pride 
in being part of that store. And, you know, we are constantly trying to compare ourselves to how other stores in our system are doing so that our team members know that um, they stand head and shoulders above the examples set in other areas. So, you know, and just think of an entire um, franchise network had that kind of alignment. And, and, and there are some that do, you know, uh, you can go to Chick-fil-A and get a really good example of how the vast majority of their franchisees um, elevate the employee experience, which in turn elevates the customer experience. And it doesn't cost that much more money to do it, but but, but just the in-store feeling that people have when they walk into a place where the team members really care about the work that they're doing rather than just punching the clock and, you know, over on their phone in the corner trying to play Minecraft or something. <laughs> um, it, it, it's fascinating how, how much, you know, strong leadership will do. And, and so I, I always go back to operational issues first um, before marketing because that's the foundation um, of, of good marketing is, is tarting what, with what happens with the experience inside. No, I think that's great advice, and that's kind of off topic, but it comes back to the leadership. Currently, reading Extreme Ownership right now, and it's amazing how much leadership it can really, you know, drive those employees to be better just through watching you be a great leader. Yep. Yeah. And I, I another thing too is that I think that um, going back to that concept of you know the, the the brand story, but but making customers the hero of the story rather than making yourself the hero of the story is, is a key component of a good brand strategy. Um, and so that means that we, we make clients and customers that, um, that buy our products and services, uh, we figure out in our marketing efforts how to make them um, you know, the hero because that's what appeals to, to them um, rather than trying to make us, you know, or our business or our, our people um, on our end the hero. Um, and and there, there's a lot of lessons because people can, it, it resonates with them and they can put themselves in that, in those shoes. And, um, and, and uh, I, I would say that, you know, story without strategy is art and story with strategy is marketing. Um, so if, if, you're, if you're thinking about telling stories and you have a strategy behind it, that's what marketing is exactly what marketing is um you know it becomes an art piece or a movie or something if you don't have strategy behind it but once you put strategy behind the story um that's what marketing is join us next week as we finish our conversation with jay wilkinson today's episode is brought to you by champs chicken for deals discounts and updates check out champschicken.com slash connect Be sure to stop by next week for another episode of QSR Nation. And be sure to check us out online at pfsbrands.com forward slash podcast.